You ready for this then? Mm-hmm. December 16th. Time marches on, eh? One day at a time. From open, opening doors within. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. How important these words are. You have heard them many times, but what have you done about them? What do they mean to you? Take time to ponder on them until they become living, vibrating words in your life. And you do feel yourself being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You talk of peace and harmony, of the new heaven and new earth, of doing my will, of love and light being radiated out into the world and of moving into the new. But what are you actually doing about it? Are you living in such a way that you're helping to bring it all about? Don't allow yourself to become like a parrot, saying things that mean nothing to you. Pray without ceasing for deeper and clearer understanding. And give thanks and move forward and upward. Above all, live a life and let things happen to transform your life. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't remember hearing that before. No. Must be one of Eileen's favourites. See, I don't think I read that right. Pray without ceasing for deeper and clearer understanding. So pray for deeper and clearer understanding and give thanks and move forward and upward. Above all, live a life. I think, you know, if you're giving thanks and you're handing it over, doing your step three, thy will be done. Let things happen. And not try and control stuff. I think, you know, that's steps forward. I don't, I don't know, um, I think there is more progress to be made, but not sure how at the moment. I don't suppose that comes. Yeah. Renewing of your mind. I like that. Renewing your mind. Yeah, it's like rewiring, isn't it? Think differently, different thought patterns. Well, it's almost like you wake up every day, you know, and it's, you know, you've kind of that refreshing sleep, you know, it clears your mind and you wake up and your subconscious has been processing all night and you wake up and your mind's just a wee bit different from the day before. Because everything you, every thought you have, every every everything that happens, changes your brain ever so slightly. So, continually being renewed. Well, <clears throat> that's pretty deep. Mm. Um, a thought of the day. Hello, Teasel. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's that nice stretch. What do you want? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you? Bit cold. Go for a wee minute. December sixteenth, eighth of the day. 
The way of AA is the way of faith. We don't get the full benefit of the programme until we surrender our lives to some power greater than ourselves and trust that power to give us the strength we need. There's no better way for us. We can get sober without it. We can stay sober for some time without it. But if we are going to truly live, we must take the way of faith in God. That is the path for us. We must follow it. Have I taken the way of faith? Meditation for the day. Life is not a search for happiness. Happiness is a byproduct of living the right kind of life, of doing the right thing. Do not search for happiness, search for right living and happiness will be your reward. Life is sometimes a march of duty during dull, dark days. But happiness will come again as God's smile of recognition of your faithfulness. True happiness is always the byproduct of a life well lived. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may not seek happiness but seek to do right. I pray that I may not seek pleasure so much as the things that bring true happiness. You know, didn't really replace the word God for God as their understanding. You know, he's come over as very religious, wouldn't he? But you can, you know, it doesn't, your higher power doesn't have to be God. It's just the God of your understanding, isn't it? Well, God's just a word to describe a power greater than yourself. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts of different words. Um, you know, in different languages and all the rest of it, but, uh, you know, the point is, you know, that trying to be happy by seeking pleasure mm. is futile because you all, all you end up doing is having a continual craving for more pleasure, you know, you you, you have that, um, you know, it's never enough, you always want more, you know, you're, it's like that, you know, the, you're craving more pleasure or you're craving not to be in pain, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it's, that's, that's what Buddhism's all about, isn't it, you know, that, dealing with that. Yeah find um, enlightenment through service you know so happiness comes from helping other people rather than helping yourself and it's it's really strange because I used to have my fictional happy draw when I was married and with Sheila I used to like in my happy draw I'd put in my, my holiday um, going up to London, um, going to the races, going to Wimbledon, you know, everything would be, I'd sort of open my fictional happy draw and think, oh, I've got that, 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 and I think, oh, that will make me happy, but I wasn't, and all the stuff in, you know, you just, mm. I would just live for my little moments where I thought I would be happy, but in between I wasn't, whereas now, I'm just like really content all the time. I don't have any real highs and lows. 
just really happy and content. I Very think happy. content mm. is the word, isn't it? Um, mm. I mean, I love going to a holiday now, but I don't. I don't wish for it. I, I don't wish my life away anymore. No. And you know, nine times out of ten, those happy draws, those happy events would be ruined by alcohol. Selfishness is the, you know, the, the root of our problem. You know, narcissistic, selfish people think that they're more important than everyone else. Yeah. Their happiness comes first and they're going to be happy by getting what they want. And it just leads to neuroticism, frustration, you know, and uh, conflict and pain. Addiction. <laughs> Despair. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, it's doing the glue. <coughs> the answer of all. Well, that was my experience anyway. I mean, I was selfish to the core. <coughs> That's what it says in the book, isn't it? Yeah. Selfishness, self-centeredness, that's that's the root of our problem. The solution is to do the opposite and be kind and generous and help people and do nice things. It seems to work. It does work. And that's what Buddha said, you know, what, 3,000 years ago. And the people with the best recoveries are the ones who do the most service, seems to me. You know, and the one the people with the fake recoveries are the ones who just talk a good game and don't really do much for other people. You know, I've got to get a, a new Gladstone's rotor coming out until we get a few new people. Pardon me. Go to the uh, treatment centre. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm taking James to play tennis this morning. You know, it's like chauffeur. Brilliant. Well, that's it. I remember, like, understanding when Kath said you can actually do service in your own home. Mm. Yeah. Of course. It's well, just it's by helping others all the time and not putting yourself first. Yeah. That service, isn't it? Well, I mean, I, I just, you know, feel so amazing by taking Teasel for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Be you helping, they're all me. Yeah. <laughs> Mutually beneficial, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm going to take it out now. Right. Have a good day, recovery peoples. Bye.